Supported by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. You know that chick that used to dance a lot? Every night she'd be on the floor shaking my... And good morning, 706 here on This Morning with Jaylen and Daryl. Jaylen is off today. She'll be back on Monday. Uh, Morley Scott is in Vancouver for the Big Elks game on Saturday night against BC. 2016, you remember that? Is what the day is, is the year rather that uh, Rogers Place opened downtown. So much controversy leading up to that. Should we have? What if we didn't? If boys are back in town. It's a song we had coming into that. Maybe the boys stayed in town only because of the arena. But it wasn't just about hockey and the arena. It was supposed to be a full revitalization of the district itself. Well, since the building of the arena, we've also had the 68 story Stantec Tower, the Edmonton Tower, Marriott Hotel is part of it. We've had an awful lot of development. We have Ice District Plaza. We've had concerts and and festivals that are now working out there. So on the face of it, sure looks like it worked. And in fact, is it now a template for others? Would it be a template for Calgary as they consider their own uh, new entertainment uh, complex? Mark Rosentraub, uh, well known uh, as a sports management professor from the University of Michigan, uh, director of that institution's Center for Sports Venues and Real Estate Development. So talk about being in your wheelhouse. That would be this. Mark, how you doing? Thanks for joining us this morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. All the way from the University of Michigan, looking at little old Edmonton. Is it fascinating to you what has happened here or expected? Well, I said my career in sports began, I wrote a book called uh, Major League Losers. And what I talked about in Major League Losers was, was a lot of the really poor deals that cities have made. But the last chapter of the book focused on what cities can do that given uh, the cartel status of sports, how do you actually make money if you build an, uh, or you contribute to an arena? And the point I was making in the chapter was that the only way to win is to do real estate development. And so what, when I got involved in Edmonton, the goal was to make sure that if the city was gonna make any investment, that they ought to link it to a real estate development strategy. So that was what was done, it was engineered. Now here's here's the important point. Sorry, just before you keep going, that's the community revitalization levy, for example, is that, was that part of it, just for clarification? That was was actually part of it, but it was more the commitments that were being secured to build things, and that development is by the private sector. So in other words, it's not the city of Edmonton that's building all that stuff, it's the private sector. So there was going to be investment. Because one of the things that Edmonton wanted to do was to revitalize downtown. Mm-hmm. And so what we have done in the, in the, since the deal was done, we have studied what's happened to land values in Edmonton. We actually took the database that is every single parcel of land in the city of Edmonton and we studied what happened since the ice district, since the arena was opened and the ice district was formed. Mm-hmm. 
And what, what we have found is that property values have actually increased. In fact, they've increased further in the, in the ICE district than they have in suburban Edmonton. Now, that's, that's critical because, as you know, in most cities, the suburbs go faster than the downtown area. Yeah. Edmonton was able to make its downtown and neighboring areas grow in value at a rate faster than the suburbs. Um, talking with and Mark Rosentraub this really- morning. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure people know who's talking here. Mark Rosentraub, he's a a sport management professor, University of Michigan. I also just wanted to interrupt because just just for clarification for our listeners, when you say when you were involved, what role did you play beyond being an an interested observer? You played a role? Yes, I represent, I, I worked with the city on the strategy itself and on some of the Uh, economic model building about how much revenue the the arena would generate and what kind of real estate development was likely. So So I was part of that, part of the team working with the city manager. So, Mark, I know you said that the prices went up around Ice District. I'm curious, were you able to get any details on what the prices in other sections of downtown that were not adjacent to the Ice District and the arena, what has happened with some of those? Because I know there's an awful lot of vacancy rates and high-rises that are in trouble that uh, people say that some of the life has been sucked out of other parts of downtown because of this. Well, again, people have their different impressions. We have data for every single parcel of land everywhere in the city of, uh, of Edmonton. So it's not a question of saying, you know, do we just have ice to, I have every piece of, every parcel, every piece of land. Mm-hmm. All right. There are going to be areas that grow faster, slower. There are going to be some blocks that grow faster, slower. But in, in, in comparison, the downtown area has done better than the suburban areas. All of downtown. And that was, yes. And that was the goal of the city of Edmonton. People forget. What, we always ask the question, what was the city trying to do? What was their goal? Well, their goal was, of course, to keep the Oilers, but not at any price. Hmm. There had to be something else. That something else was the real estate development. And that occurred. Is, and it has occurred, and Edmonton is, in fact, the prototype now of how to do it well. They actually made money on the deal. And that's kind of where I wanted to go, whether we are an unusual, a unique situation, or whether this is a template that somewhere like Calgary could consider and look at. Although the location of where their entertainment complex, I'm not sure how, how uh, connected you are to that one or what you've seen. It's proposed to it. It's not even really rolling yet, but it's been promised. Uh, is, you know, can we, are we a template then for others? I'm also reminded of, uh, you know, the arena that was in Glendale in Arizona and, and that whole mess with the Arizona Coyotes. But that whole arena had a complex around it too but if that was just a different world and i don't know that that worked out all that well for for glendale well no i, I so I, I was involved also for the with the city of calgary and their negotiations with the flames mm-hmm. uh their situation is different because they they are putting it adjacent to east village which has its own base of, of residential opportunities and they're coupling that now to um 
the arena itself. Uh, so that one is slightly different in that regard. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about Glendale, Glendale had, again, a very different situation. It's not downtown Phoenix. It's actually northwest of, uh, of the city of Phoenix. It was off the mass transit line. And so they literally put the arena in the worst possible location for people to get there. Yeah, they screwed up. And, 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 and what I always try to remind people, what Glendale did, Edmonton did the exact opposite. They didn't put it distant from the downtown area. They put it in the downtown area. They put it on, to, on the LRT. In fact, all the mistakes that Glendale made, Edmonton, in some ways, used those mistakes to make sure that they didn't make those mistakes. Yeah. Hey, Mark, can, can you hold the line? Uh, we have another segment after yeah. a commercial break. I wouldn't mind continuing to talk to you about this, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, 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 happy to talk to you. Okay, happy to stick around. We'll be back after this break with Mark Rosentrop, who's a sport management professor, talking about our ice district, our arena, and the fact that it's maybe now considered a template for other cities. I have lots of friends that I could gig at any time. Could mobilize some last with just one call. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Thanks for being here on this morning. A fascinating conversation we're having with Mark Rosentraub, who's a sport management professor from the University of Michigan, uh, was also, you know, is also part of that institution, Center for Sports Venues and Real Estate Development, which is absolutely in the wheelhouse of Ice District and Rogers Place and what the city did and all of that. In fact, he was part of, of making sure that the city knew what it could get out of this or why it should or could get something out of it. The other, Mark, thanks for sticking around through the commercial break. I want to bring this up because somebody did it on the text line i've seen this so many times i remember during the negotiations there was there was there was an element that said daryl cates owner of the orders you have to develop around the arena we're going to help and get the arena and have the deal but you have to and at that point it was considered well okay they're locking him in and now we look at it and it's been successful they're going oh well daryl cates is just making a ton of money off this and just sucking up the dollars like crazy there are perceptions what do you think is the reality of the situation well daryl did make money but the point is he took the risk you know i've worked on several deals where the owners have made investments uh and, and when they work out well then everybody wins and so yes daryl made money i think he would be the first to tell you that the idea was the right idea. He made money, the city of Edmonton made money. There really isn't a loser here. And if you were uh, fortunate enough to also make an investment in downtown, you too could have done well. It, it, it always, people always forget that when people take risk in our economy, they should, in fact, reap the benefits. Daryl did it. Yeah. He deserves the credit. Uh, he bought the land, mm-hmm. and, 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 and he took the risk. Now, I know all the, I know all the commitments Edmonton made, including the fact that in one of those buildings, 
that he built. The city did move offices in there, mm-hmm. and that helped make that building more successful. But the city needed the spaces. Uh, Darrell built it. But that was not the only building that he built. And when you look at the success of the hotel, all the restaurants around there, all of the new residential properties that have been built up, that is the way in which it's supposed to work. So Edmonton made an investment. They're receiving what the money, you know, the goal of what they wanted to get. Mm. And in technical terms, we refer to it, they reconcentrated or redensified wealth in the downtown area, which is what they wanted to do, and they did it. I still hear, and I don't know if it's anecdotal, but there are there are facts behind it. And I know you touched on the fact that real estate values throughout downtown have increased overall. Uh, yet there seems to be an awful lot, and I mentioned it earlier, a lot of vacancies over in the Jasper Avenue area, away from the Ice District. How connected are you to what else, you know, and some of the other developments that just haven't happened? Now, whether that's because life got sucked out by the, by the arena or because they were bad projects in the first place, like the quarters, for example, in Edmonton. How familiar are you with the rest of downtown and some of the some of what's going on there now i I, i'm not as connected any longer as i should be i'm looking at the data but i also want to remind people that the effects of the pandemic uh we forget that the, the arena opens up in 2016 we get hit by the pandemic that in some ways retards the economy where where we're just coming out of it I mean, thankfully, the, the, the pandemic has abated, and we we need to give downtowns and other areas a little bit more time okay. to heal. We're going to also have to figure out the effects now of people working more from home than in the offices day in and day out. So there's a lot of other changes that are going on that are affecting the economy, things that no one could have or anticipate. Sure. So when you start saying, yes, there are some things, um, parts of downtown now that are suffering, yeah, we can tie those to the pandemic. And we can have this conversation in every city in North America. Edmonton is not exempt from that, those pressures. And we'll see what happens over the next five to six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be good to and reflect so, in that time. Uh, Mark, one more before, we, before I let you go. Uh, if if yep. Edmonton is, could now be considered a template for for other cities, was there anything like this before, or is what happened in Edmonton unique? There's always a, a, some kind of of uh, you know uh, forerunner in these kind of things. Was right. there one, or are we unique? The, the forerunner, of the first one was the ballpark district in San Diego. John Moore's was the first owner to make a commitment to do real estate development. And in some ways, and that ballpark opened up in 2004, in some ways, when the other owners saw how much money John Moore's made, they basically said, I want to try that also. And if I'm not mistaken, Daryl went to San Diego, mm-hmm. saw what John Moore's had done, and then came back with the idea that he's going to do it too. It's in, perspective is a powerful thing, isn't it? And like you said, when we look back in five or six years, we'll have another different perspective because uh, more data to look at. Uh, interesting stuff. Mark, more data. Th- more data, and, yeah. And the effect of the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. Mark, uh, really fascinating talking to you this morning. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you.
Thanks for having me. Okay, you betcha. Bye-bye. Cheers. Uh, Mark Rosentraub is a sport management professor from the University of Michigan, director of uh, the Center for Sports Venues and Real Estate Development at University of Michigan, and he was involved in the Edmonton Arena deal. It's fascinating. I don't know that the Calgary one is exactly... There are similarities, there are elements to it, but where there, you know, where the Saddle Dome is, where the uh, Stampede Grounds are, it's not right smack dab in the middle of downtown, but there's transit. It's not like Glendale where there's no mass transit to get there, so maybe there are elements of the template that will work for them. We'll see. Will it go ahead in what form anyway? Where the template, there you go.